Access All Areas on FUBAR Radio. Hello, good evening. Welcome to Access All Areas. I am Stephen Lang. And I'm Bobby Norris. How are you, babes? I must say, you're looking very dapper in your shirt. Thank you. I'm I'm a bit dressed up for uh, sitting in my flat, but I'm not. That's uh, I'm going out after the show, so um, hence, I mean, yeah, you can see all of my decorations. I put some more up. My little tinsel wall. I'm getting more tinsel. Oh, oh I don't um, think I saw them lights last. They time. weren't there last time. I went. I treated myself to a Friday night out at B and Q. Um, and spent fifteen pounds on lights and tinsel, but I need to spend more on tinsel. There's not enough tinsel. So um, we were that age, though. Where I love nothing more of a weekend than going. I love a bit of home bargains. Being, I, I love just going shopping. I, I don't know when it happened. <laughs> Spending and, and on I, and shit. I get, yeah, and I get real joy out of buying cleaning products and um, squeegees. Uh, yeah, it's, I think uh, it's age. It's just our age. It is when you stood there, like it used to be back in the day, I'd be stood in a department store sniffing aftershaves. Now I'm smelling Sephora. <laughs> well, the difference is now is you probably know what you like. Whereas back then in the day, it would be like, well, I'll just try them all. Whereas now, yeah. if, if they thrust a, an aftershave on me in a department, I'm like, <laughs> get away from me. Yeah, we know what we like. And even <laughs> when it comes to my, this is. A, a thing as well, quite a statement. Even when it comes to cleaning products, I have a signature smell now. Do you? What is it? Well, because the flora. Because of me, I say my tendencies from my scented beige, you know, that you put in your washing machine, yeah. to my softener, to my pods, to my free, uh, you know, the things you plug in, but I have one that's a free thing. So, yeah, free yeah, yeah. Um, they're all um, spring awakening, so everything matches all year round. Um, all year round. Okay. So everything from cleaning, from everything that goes in the washing machine to the, the sheets uh, that I spray with a decrease, that all spring awakening. I think it's Lenore, not an ad, but if you're listening, Lenore, please uh, hook me up. We will take a sponsorship. And uh, we absolutely will. And yeah, spring awakening. And then when it comes to something which you can't get in that scent, because there's going to be one or two things, mm-hmm. anything that's kind of like linen or clean washing, yeah, you know that enough. smell like baby powder. Yeah. Obsessed. Well, I think that's, um, yeah, I mean, I can't say I'm quite that level, but I, <laughs> I'm, when my, I have a thing, when my sister comes to visit, she, first thing she'll say when she walks in the door, oh, it smells clean, thank God. Because in my old flat in Bethnal Green, which was, I'm going to be honest, my shared flat, a little bit mouldy and a little bit ropey, um, she'd always come in and she'd be like, "What is disgusting!" But like <laughs> when you when you live there, you kind of got used to like the 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 dampness of it. Now I live in a new built flat, there is no damp. Um, so yeah, my sister will always bring like some kind of Zaflora, uh cleaning product for me. Um, so now whenever she comes, I put it in the sink and put my my dishcloths in there so that she smells it as soon as she comes in so you know we've all got our little things um absolutely and it's always very important to do that because people forget to to wash their cloths and things but a bit of boiling water in the bottom of your sink bit of sephora or something and let that soak overnight oh absolutely yeah but i think you become immune to your own house smell but when i notice it, if i'm away for a few days at work or on holiday or something when i put that key in the door or juice 
walk past some and I'm like, oh, they smell like my ass. Oh, that's quite nice. And I, I, I just love that. But I remember even, you know, when you used to go around friends' houses after school, yeah. people's houses had a smell, not yeah. in like a bad way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just, and I don't know if it comes down to what their parents wash their clothes in or, Probably. I mean, I, I remember the days where, do you remember Shake and Vac? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, which is like a powder you poured all over the floor and then hoovered. Yeah, one of my friends' mum used to love this shaken bucket. Even now, if I ever smell it, it reminds me of their house. I think smell's such a funny thing, but um, I'm, yeah, obsessed. What a riveting start to the show. I know, right? Well, you're cleaning addicts. (laughs) How does your your hotel room, I see you're not at home. I know, I'm gutted because I've done my tree the day after we recorded last week's show and I thought, oh, well, I'm going to show Stephen next week. I'll have it in the background. And, um, yeah, hasn't happened. I've, so I've got my just my hotel bed behind me. But they haven't even put a string week, of tinsel up in your hotel room. How depressing. I ain't got a fairy light in. I ain't got any <laughs> tinsel. I've got, I ain't even got a Christmas jumper to wear for the festivities. <laughs> But next week, I'll, you'll get the full shebang. You'll have Bobby's Winter Wonderland. Looking forward but, to um, it, babe. Yeah, you're, you're going you're gonna to be impressed, I think. Can't wait. I mean, I, I did see, I think it was on TikTok, maybe, you're, you going around your, were you doing some kind of throwing a bauble? Oh, yeah, but I've done the, um, the honorary uh, reel that yeah. you were. Uh, yeah, where, where you throw your bauble in and make out, and you close your door and make out that it took three seconds. <laughs> The reality well, is, it took two four days. and a half hours. Yeah, <laughs> but um, again, I, I love that time I spend doing a tree. But mm. where I'm so particular, things I have to stand back, look, move. But then once I'm done, I'm done because I do find myself sometimes sat on the sofa at night, and if I look too too much at certain balls, you see a gap or something that you... I, I find myself standing up. And repositioning Bob, and I'm like, Bob, you've got to stop. Um, but it, it, it's just, I've just got a weird brain. I think but, um, maybe yeah, you need to see a therapist. Yeah, yeah, I, I think it probably wouldn't be a bad shout. That actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have a very a good, completely nothing to do with cleaning, uh, I guess, or, or I don't think particularly festive either. Uh, we have um, Navid Soul up first, former Apprentice candidate, but has also been on lots of different shows. Uh, we've got him up first, then we have um, the most swiped right man on. Just try and say that once you've had a few swiped right man on <laughs> Tinder. Stefan Pierre Tomlin uh, on to uh, talk all about what he's been up to. And um, finally, we have Freddie Bentley, uh, former The Circle contestant, who's um, come on to talk about some some health stuff that um, he's that been going on, hasn't it? Uh, hasn't, hasn't he? And, um, and also, he's gone sober now. So, um, and at this time of year, that's probably quite tough if it's your first first Christmas without drink. Um, so yeah, we've got some exciting guests. What's been catching your eye in the showbiz news world this week, Bob? Quite a busy week, showbiz news. It you has know, been. I like to keep me hand in. Mm. I like to keep my feet in. I know I live and breathe showbiz, don't I? But my <laughs> hand is well and truly in Harry and Meghan. Oh, I hope um, they know. I hope it was consensual. <laughs> <laughs> That come out wrong. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I am so looking forward to watching this documentary. Um, So we get the first three episodes released Thursday Mm -hmm. evening, and then the following three episodes the following Thursday. I, I, yeah, I'm being honest, Mm -hmm. I, I, I can't wait to watch it. What I want to take from this, though, is because I think 
I think when it comes to the trailers, fair play, whoever has put that together, this looks like a production and a half and no, no money's clearly bit like being mm. uh, money ain't an issue. Let's have it right. But then when you've been paid $110 million, <laughs> there's a couple of quid to play with. Yeah. So. Um, what I really want to know, though, because from the clips I've seen, so we're now on the second trailer. Bear in mind, I think the first one was only a minute. This one, even slightly shorter, the second one, is that they're saying no one knows what's gone on behind closed doors apart from us. What I want after investing six hours in this, which I will be investing six hours, yeah. whilst probably standing up and rearranging baubles, I want to <laughs> finally... When I turn that TV off after investing six hours, I want more of a conclusion and I want some definitive answers that I don't know today before I watch Act One. Yeah. Because obviously I watched Oprah. Um, Oprah. We've spoke about the Oprah interview when that was released. I followed it. It's in the press a lot, obviously. Um, so we've got a rough idea what, what their story is or, or what their gripes are. Mm. What I do want, though, is I want I want to walk away thinking I've learned something yeah. or we, we've got more information. <clears throat> um, do you know what I mean by that? Like, 100%. I think the difficulty is, though, is that you're only going to get one side. <laughs> this, is because... always, this is always going to be the issue, though, because, as we know, Kate and Will are never going to go and sit on loose women yeah. or on this morning and have a chat. Yeah. So we're never going to get their side, which kind of does that put people... It absolutely puts people at a disadvantage, but I think mm. because of their roles, obviously we cannot have the future king sitting on daytime chat shows or going to do Oprah yeah. and talking about it. But depending on what comes out, will the worm finally turn now? Like, as we know, the Queen's no longer with us. We now have a king. Mm-hmm. Is his attitude going to be different to the Queen's? Like her, her whole motto in it and philosophy was she, she was she was never going to justify anything. Nothing was really ever going to get spoken about. They kind of was very good no at sitting, yeah, very good at sitting back and just letting people yeah. do their bit, have their say, and not responding. I think when it comes to things being probably detrimental um, to the family and the institution, will one of them, whether it's William or King Charles, say enough's enough now? Mm. Um, I mean, especially if the, 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 well, the genie's out of the bottle, as we know, Megan's spoke about on Oprah, that Mm. there was concerns uh, and that they feel there's racism. Are we going to find out who had these concerns? Yeah. I, I think if that comes up, do the Palestine almost have to come back and say something? Well, what we do, I guess what we do know is that the Palestine aren't getting an advanced copy of this. So they'll be watching it along with everyone else um, when it comes, first one comes out tomorrow, uh, when this comes out. Um, I Prince Charles has given interviews before. Uh, other members of the royal family have. I mean, Prince Andrew did. That didn't go too well for him. No. Um, <laughs> uh, and I wonder if maybe they will. If if something comes to light that is so controversial uh, and shattering for the royal family, I wonder if there is some world in which 
probably not William and Kate or or Charles and William, but one of them sits down with a like a trusted BBC interviewer and maybe does say something. But that's all dependent on whether or not something does come out because I know that it's been suggested that uh, Harry and Meghan were keen to cut some of the things out from the show, but were told that they couldn't because mm-hmm. obviously Netflix have paid, like you said, a lot of money and they're going to want people to have a reason to watch it. We've also got the book coming out in a matter of weeks, uh, uh, Harry's book spare. Um, so, between all of them, depending on what they say, I reckon there is some sort of potential um, that we maybe we will hear something from them um, because it seems like Harry and Meghan are prepared to go to any lengths to uh, burn their bridges <laughs> with the royal family. They're not, they're taking no prisoners. They're going all out. They have no interest, it seems, in making up with them again. Um which I think is a shame, but I do understand how you can come to that situation. Yeah, I don't think Harry and William will be sat there pulling a cracker together Christmas Day. I don't even it's think there'll be a Christmas call. Um, uh, passing the pigs in blankets. No, somehow I don't think so. So, yeah, I mean, like you, I will definitely be watching. I'm sure once we've um, once we've seen those first episodes, we'll co- probably be able to come back next week and give some more commentary on them because... Sure, there'll be a lot to say. Absolutely, um, I think. And, and as we've seen, as time's gone on, I definitely think that the public are swaying. People are almost taking sides, and yeah. like it's teams. Um, and and I I hope for Harry and Meghan's sake, after this Netflix documentary, which obviously will all be recorded now, that the book. I hope they get the closure thereafter. Mm-hmm. Because um, to me, this feels like the actions of two very hurt people. The way yeah. they they're wanting to get their their truth out, as they say. I hope they get that. My worry is, and where I was probably slightly optimistic and, and was hoping to, you know, when we got the photo of the the formal formerly Fab Four after the Queen passed a couple of days before, oh, yeah, they kind of came All out. Yeah, I kind of thought, gosh, sometimes after a tragedy in a family, it it brings people together. Sometimes it takes something so awful to happen yeah. to make people kind of bang their heads together. I can't help think, I, I think that it's it's a, it's dumb. I don't know how to come yeah. back from that. I mean, even down to like the, the first trailer, I bet Kate was fuming. Like Kate, and I'm clearly on the used- other bus. She's a beautiful girl, though. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. She ain't a bit of me, but she's a beautiful girl. Um, and they do pictures of her in the trailer, years, haven't they? Yeah, but I've never seen in all the years like that image of her, or I've, I've never seen that side of her. So to kind of see that, I can't imagine she's very happy. Um, no, and William so, neither. I think, yeah, but and and I think, and it's at the end of the day, it's so sad because it, it becomes it, at the end of it, it, it is a family. Um, and I can see why people are saying, now you're going to back the real royal family or the reality TV royal family. Um, and, and I think that also, they run the risk now of it looking like they're a reality TV show. Um, well, they are, I, really. Yeah. That's um, what it is. And I think we're going to have to 
well we haven't got long to wait until we'll no. we'll be well, seeing guys, it so next week we'll next be week i could do the old show on it next week but we yeah. certainly will be here with a chamomile spilling the tea maybe so, a, maybe uh, a black glass per second because i think it's our last show of the year oh, um, yeah, maybe i'll put the chamomile back in the cupboard and we'll have something fizzy i'm up for that um right we have our first guest an avid soul uh from formerly of the apprentice in the waiting room so let's get in Bad. Hi, can you guys hear me? Oh, hi, we Bobby. can. How are you? How You're are you? You all right, babe? Yeah, how are you, Gorge? Looking really good. Really good, thank you. Thanks for joining us this evening. No, well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I hope you guys are enjoying the show so far. There's a lot going on. Well, yeah, I was gonna, I was, what I was going to say was basically from The Apprentice to now, having gone out yeah. fairly early in The Apprentice, you've managed to make quite a decent sort of showbiz career for yourself. How's, it, how's the whole ride been? You know what, to be honest with you, it's been an amazing roller coaster. I'm not going to lie to you. Since um, after when I got back from the, well, once I finished The Apprentice and stuff, obviously, like, you know, I was like to myself, you know what, let me just calculate and see what I can do. Because, you know, The Apprentice was such a big show. And you know mm. what, you kind of have to utilize that platform to your advantage. Do you know what I mean? Um, and then obviously, I tried to like gather my team, build a team around me like a digital manager, social media. And I was like, you know what, Navid, do what you have to do. And you know what, I just also love presenting. So, you know what, I got a good team around me, but at the same time, I'm doing my pharmacy. You know, obviously that's my bread and butter. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, I'm just like taking it as it goes and whatever op opportunity comes in my way, I just take it, you know what I mean? Life is short, enjoy it and just live your dreams, basically. When it comes to The Apprentice, how did you find that whole experience, like oh, working alongside Alan Sugar and all that? Because that's <laughs> quite a show, isn't it? Honestly, babe, with uh, being in the boardroom with Lord Sugar, it's honestly like he is the sugar daddy. Do you know what I mean? Like when you enter that boardroom, you can smell money. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> he's got, it's, it's that like, literally, he's like, you, you know what? He is scary to be in front of, but I'm not going to lie with me. He was actually quite nice. He was really supportive. But he did say to me in the early steps, like in the early process, like, Navid, I don't really have much experience when it comes to the whole pharmaceutical world. So when he said that, instantly I thought, you know what? I'm going to get kicked out. You know, it's like a bee. He's going to just drop me off. And that's what happened. But, you know, he said, we'll stay in touch, and uh, which we have. So he's been actually really supportive and nice. But yeah, but the boardroom is quite terrifying. But, you know, I did it. Well, you know, I, I made a bit of a career out of it. Do you know what I mean? And how does that compare to, to then go on Celebs Go Dating? Because you've openly said you'd never even been on a date. Before, yeah. Before going on this show. So I guess from being scared sat there with Alan, I'm calling Alan like he's my, my best day. <laughs> so you sat, sat there with Lord Sugar, which I guess is terrifying. To have you met him before? Have you met him before? Not to go and have a little chat with, no. Really? But oh, like yeah. when you just see him, do you find like he's scary? So I'm asking you questions, but I'm just interested to actually no, see what people I don't think. find <laughs> I don't find him scary. I, I kind of um I don't read like he's this read this into but that there's something very that is something attractive, like it gives off a, like there's an energy, yeah. you know, where someone kind of holds themselves and conducts themselves in a certain way. Bob. Which I think is a very attractive thing. I'm not saying that I fancy Alan Sugar, by the way, <laughs> but I, I think some people just he's uh, rich, so have an energy. Yeah, like, I know what you're trying to say. Yeah. 
it, it's just, like that aura. Do you know what I mean? It's like when you enter the room, it's like he's not like the most approachable person. It's a bit like, you know, it's a bit scary. It's not like he's open to talk to people. I feel like that's the kind of yeah. energy he gives out. Yeah, that's uh, my kind of man, yeah. I think. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> bit of big dick energy. Yeah, exactly. I'm not, I'm not getting that. I'm not getting that. But that's that's to me. Yeah, he's 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 yeah, but he's a tough cookie. But yeah. But with celebs go dating, yeah. Yes. How was that? Like you know what, celebs go dating, um, Stefan. That's a good question. I mean, it it has been a journey, honestly speaking. Because with myself, it's like it just it still takes time for me to discover what I like. Because like I say, it's like I'm a place where I'm a bit like not sure what I like. I'm drawn to men, Mm. like you know, I love like a masculine man, like muscles. It's an example being like Bobby. Do you see that vibe, that aura that he's giving? Oh. Am I a bit of that you, babe? Say that again. Am I a bit of you, babe? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> wow, okay. You know, do you know what I mean? It's like, I like that masculine, you know, that masculine That's vibe. Magic. But then, do you know what I mean? But then there's that side of me that also wants to kind of make my parents happy as well. I mean, they're very open-minded. They don't care with whoever I go with. But you know when you get that sense that they just want you to be with a female? I don't know if you get that. And then that kind of puts me in a position of what what do I do? Like, I'm stuck. But you know what you like, right? Yeah, yeah, obviously, I like men. I'm not going to lie. I love, I like guys. But then there's always the side of me in the back of my mind, like, make your parents happy as well. And that then, that kind of just, like... It kind of draws me back, like, Navid, what are you doing? Do you know what I mean? And then I feel like, am I doing something that's wrong? That's a really, really difficult thing to overcome. It is. But you're never, you're never going to be able to make your parents happy if you're not happy with yourself. I I know. And and that's the thing, my darling, like, everybody says that. But literally, if you're in my shoes, Mm. it is very hard. It's like people say, just do what you want to do. Like, life is easy, you know, just make yourself happy. But in reality... It's like, you know, your parents are like people that supported you, you know, they've done everything for you. So it's like, and I'm a person that's really thoughtful. Like I care about them as well. I'm not just someone who's selfish where I'm like, you know what? I don't give a fuck what you guys say. Oh, sorry. I'm not allowed to swear on mine. You sorry. can swear. That's fine. Oh, you can swear. Apologies. Please. Like, you know, so I was like, you know, I'm a person that's really considerate and I'm always like grateful to people who supported me and I want to give back, if that makes so- sense. Because you feel that your parents would rather you date and end up with a woman, yeah. How were they handling you dating men on celebs go dating and the thought of you bringing home a guy? Have you thought you know, about that or had that conversation? Can you take a, a guy home? Yeah, this is the thing. I mean, my my mom, bless her. My, you know, it's always the mums. The mums are the more like open minded. You know, they're more loving. I think. The mums are always more understanding. My dad, he's also understanding, but I feel like with my dad, he's a bit more strict, but obviously, you know, dads are dads, right? They're slightly more strict to compare to your mums. But I think they're, they, I mean, they haven't said, no, you can't bring a guy home. But with my dad, I feel like he keeps saying like, why don't you just go with a woman? Why don't you try being with, you know, try being with a woman? Like, you know, they're like saying, why don't you explore your sexuality more? Like go and have, like go and have sex with both, you know, males and females and just see what you like. Like try a bit of vagina, try a bit of a dick. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but then what if you did all of that and then still came back to liking men? Yeah, and, and that's the thing. And I had the conversation actually about that. They were like, you know, fair enough. If you had like, if you tried having sex with both man and, you know, with a man or woman and you 
prefer a man more than a woman, then fair enough. But at this stage, when you haven't really tried anything, you can't really just assume, oh, you like men when you haven't tried a vagina. Do you know? Do you know what I'm trying to say? I, I, I do absolutely know well. what you're trying to say, but it's the same discussion I think I had with myself when I was about 15 or 16. But I'm, this yeah. is unsolicited advice, but I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> you know what you like. You know it inside you. I know you, what right? I like. I know. So, yeah. so you're not, I mean, why, why go on celebs go dating if, and, and, and do you know what I mean? If you're not at least kind of sure what you might like. And that's, yeah, and that's a good point. But the whole reason why I thought this would be a good opportunity is because obviously you get to go on different dates mm. and I really haven't been on an actual proper date with like a man or a woman. So I thought, you know what, this is the perfect time for me to explore my sexuality, see what I like and just see like, you know, what comes out of it. Cause I really want a relationship. I've not been in a relationship. <clears throat> it's like I'm you know I'm 28 now for flip's sake I want to go into bed with someone I want someone to warm me like make me feel special come on like I just want to be loved I don't want to like get older and older and I'm like what I'm still single like what the hell do you know what I mean so it's like I want someone <laughs> yeah it's a, and I'm not trying to act one. desperate but you know like do you know do you know what I mean Bobby it's like yeah I but wanna... it's a tough one I know what you, you mean like I'm not saying if you, you feel like you want to go and explore um Go and stick your toe in it and get your hair wet. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's... Um, <laughs> but for someone that's, that's I mean. kind of gone, for someone that's been on both buses, so to speak, though, I think yeah. you could. Um, and again, everyone's different. That the world we live in now, do you know what I mean? So this certainly ain't like a, a one, a one size fits all kind of thing. Yeah. But for me personally, I think mm. I I I know after. Um, uh, see, I, I, I've been I've been with a couple of women, yeah. but I, 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 I know that I wouldn't end up. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I just, yeah. I just, it's it's just. Uh, mm. I, I think afterwards I was more. I could have. I'd be more happy laying there plaiting her hair. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> that that's kind of where I was at. Um, but yeah. yeah, but I mean, the the world your oyster. So now, now you've stuck your toe, toe in the old dating pond. How, how, how are you feeling moving forward? Can you see yourself, like you say you want a relationship, do you feel like you yeah. do kind of want to settle down? But I guess you kind of, you seem yeah. like you're in this conundrum that you, yeah. um, that you don't, you don't know. Do, do you feel you are, do you want to, do you feel you will go and want to sleep with, with both? You know to find what? Out what tickles you most? That's what, what I thought, yeah. And you know what? I was really considering like a threesome, maybe having a man and a woman, seeing what I like. I don't know if that's... Yes, so. <laughs> that's your I first experience. A, you know what I mean? Like Woo! having a taste of both and seeing what you like. Is it man or woman? Do you, I don't know if you've got a dick in front of you or a vagina, seeing what you go with. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like... I, I'd say, but, I wouldn't normally say this to a guest in an interview, but I kind of feel like it, it's... That, like that, that no bars old here. Um, when you think about yeah. being with someone, yeah. shall we say, yeah. um, <laughs> uh, uh, who, who or, or what are you thinking about in their moments? Well, that's a tough question. I guess the first thing I'll be thinking is like, what sexual positions shall we do and stuff? For both, or like in your head, if someone oh, right. say, right, oh, you're going to meet someone, you know what? Have sex, or you imagine lie. having sex with someone, are, are you are you thinking Vicky B or David B? 
You know what, babe? I think the first taste I want to get is David B. I think that answers pretty much and then the question, after David, and then, But then after David B, maybe trying Vicky. Is it Vicky V? Was it Vicky V? Vicky yeah, B. Vicky yeah. yeah, Vicky V. Yeah. <laughs> so, but obviously, yeah. like, you know, it's just... Yeah, that's the thing, babe. I just, um, I know what I like, but I just, I keep thinking maybe I need to just constantly try more things and see, just to be 100% sure. Yeah. So did celebrity help? Things, you know. Did it help? What, in the in the experience? You mean with, yeah, with the, show? the show? Did doing the show help you come to any conclusions you know what? or, or not? Yeah. It doesn't sound honest, like it. No, it doesn't sound like it. <laughs> yeah, no, but to be transparent with you, that's a good question, Stefan. Because uh, Anna and Paul, when it came to, you know, when it came to those one-to-one sessions, you know, those mm, one-to-one yeah, sessions, yeah. they're really, really trying to help and support me to see what I like. But obviously, I can't go into too much detail because it will okay. be on later episodes, but you'll get to see, like, a bit of me opening up when it comes to those things. But, uh, you know, it's 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 tough. It, I'm not going to lie. It's very tough. Mm. Um, and it's genuine just because I... Even when I was at uni, to be honest, I thought I like, you know, I really had this thing with men, like, oh my God, they're so hot guys, like at uni. But I was always thinking, like, do you fancy them or is it just you like them as a friend? So it's just, it's a disaster, babe. It's a disaster. <laughs> no, I think is, I, I don't think see it is a disaster. I just think it, it's things just don't black and white. Do you know what I mean? And, and I yeah. think when you know, you know. But the key is don't put pressure on yourself um, because un- until you truly know what you want and you can't worry about other people, which is so much easier said than done, honestly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the minute you can kind of become content in your decision and yeah. you know okay. who you want to date and who mm. you want to be, um, I mean, the world, the, the world is completely your oyster, but I'd say the key is don't kind of rush yourself into to feeling like you have to make a decision because anything goes... It's 50 shades of grey, babe. I Going know. Going from the chandelier. Do you know what I mean? And, and Bobby, babe, you won't believe it. Literally, once I opened Grinder, and after 24 hours, I just deleted it because I thought people say, why don't you try Grinder as, <laughs> as a dating app? But I was like, you know what, babe, for like people that are inexperienced, I think Grinder was a bit too much because I just wanted to see like how it is. Because, you know, I need to understand more how it works with the gay community. And uh, just having dick pics then, I don't think that really helped because like, it terrified me a bit, really. <laughs> it's, it's hard. It's <laughs> really hard to, to, well, literally hard. And um, like, that's, that's like a, a difficult thing like to, to deal with. So I appreciate that. What's what's next for you? Once the Slebs Get Dating uh, is over, what, what's next for you? Is it you know OnlyFans? Because yeah, I only fans. Terry Katona told you to join OnlyFans along with some other sex Oh yeah, Did you take Terry that Katona. on board? Are you going to be a linking bio kind of guy? You know what, babe? That's a good question. I, I'm you. not going to lie. You know what is, babe? With me, I'm a person that goes more with, like, with the flow and with the energy. Do you know what I mean? I don't want to put too much pressure. And also, like, I really want to, like, genuinely, like, I don't know if I can say this because it's obviously going to be, you know what I mean? Like... Say anything here, babe. You know what, you know what I'm trying to say, babe. I mean, don't get oh, me, the press team. Don't, you know, for Celesco dating. Nah, tell us. But, fuck them. You know what I mean? But it's, yeah. It's just, I really want to 
constantly explore myself basically and just have more fun with my fun with myself sorry that's that's actually come out wrong you could you know? do that with yourself yeah, and that, with other people yeah. <laughs> but will it be on OnlyFans or not that's yeah. what people that's that's what Kerry's telling you to do isn't she exactly she was like why don't you get an OnlyFans I was like babe I mean I'd love to but that's a bit too extreme for me at the moment let me first understand exactly what I want <laughs> do you know what I mean um, yeah baby baby I, that's the next step in it yeah, exactly. Six, baby steps. Six, yeah, you're in your vanilla era. Exactly. Oh. Yeah, vanilla era. That's a good <laughs> yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't don't be rushing for the gimp mouse or anything just yet. <laughs> yeah, I know. Trust me. And you know what? I just yeah, go with the flow, really. But I mean, right now, as you can see, I'm just like enjoying myself, getting to learn more from the agents, how to properly date people, what kind of questions to ask them, and just literally explore my sexuality even more really so that's kind of your plan going forward then like work yeah, out mean, what you want from life basically yeah pretty much yeah exactly but after this as well again i can't say too much i'm planning to head to the states um to hopefully to collaborate with kim kardashian's ex which you identify oh, wow. chris humphreys uh, no uh, with a ray j Oh, Ray J? Yeah. You're going to collaborate with Ray J? With Ray J, yeah. Doing so well. Yeah, so basically, you know, he's got his new headphones that he's released in the UK market. Well, not, not the UK, sorry, the US market. I didn't know that, but I do now. Yeah. And then basically, he wants to do something here in the UK and he wants to get me involved, but I can't go into too much detail because, again, they'll, they'll kill me if I say stuff, you know, if I keep spilling up more tea, I should say yeah exactly it's like all these bloody contracts but uh yes I'm doing something with him but recently I did like a collab with Tyson Fury on his Furiosity drink as well um which was really nice and um yeah there's quite there's some things in the pipeline but again I can't say too much because Fine. of stupid contracts that's quite all right do you think and in the end you'll you'll let you'll leave the pharmacy world behind you know what, babe, that's a good question. But I have to be honest, pharmacy is my bread and butter. Like I've studied for five years to become a pharmacist. And, you know, I love medicine and I love drugs. Obviously not taking them, but helping well. people, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and, you know, it's obviously always going to be with me. And it's something I pr I'm proud of. You know, it's a, it's a difficult, difficult subject to actually pass. So yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, always yeah. going to be there, trust me. And, you know, we've got business as well, so you need to have, like, a business on the side. Well, it's good and I, say, I think a job like that, especially something you've trained five years for, that's exactly. a passion. You've, you've got to truly love something. I and mean, it's a, to, to kind of close the door on that. Yeah, no, that's, that'll, be stu no. that'll be stupid of me to do, of course. Yeah, that'll be yeah. stupid if I do that. And probably and quite nice to kind of have that, that other thing to, to go to in between... Yeah. The man, has anyone come in for their paracetamols or their uh, night nurse and asked oh. you about uh, celebs go dating or The Apprentice? Yeah, funny enough today I had like four or five people coming in um, and I was at the office upstairs. They're like, oh my God, we love you on The Apprentice, not on The Apprentice, sorry, it was on the celebs go dating. You're so funny. We enjoy watching it. So, so yeah. Nice. So but it's been quite supportive, you know. People are, like, saying, you know what, we understand you, like, we understand the struggle, because obviously with your parents as well. So people are quite supportive, so it's quite nice to have that support system as well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the the key is, babes, you, you be happy. Do you know what I mean? I, I know, you, babe. You're knowing here, one day something will just click, I promise you. 
But as I, I say, don't, don't ever feel pressured from any outside source to make a decision or, yeah. you know, look at me, I've gone all cancer. Like, I've not done a day at therapy still, but uh, <laughs> I feel like I could be some kind of therapy slash cancer, actually. Like a life coach, maybe. But yeah, you know we can, what, um, honestly, I hope you don't mind if there's any sort of, like, questions, because I still need to explore more about the gay community. And you know what is really hard as well, dating in the gay community? Because it's like, you know how it is, it's like, they always look at your pictures or like that six packs. Do you know what I mean? It's really hard to like, to have a guy that's, I'm not to be rude, but you know, if you don't have that body, it's like, it's a bit more difficult to date in the LGBT community. That is not true. That is not is that true. Not? <laughs> oh, no, no, that's what I felt. That's what I felt. That's, that's interesting. That's what you feel. That's interesting. That's what you feel, but it's, that isn't true. There is that side of it. Yeah. But, but I mean, there is definitely, more to it than that. Yeah, and I think bodies and there's, aside, a, there's a lot of cheating that usually goes on. I think that equally it? happens in all walks of life. I think there'd be straight people and bisexual yeah. people, people of all um, sexualities that experience that. And that comes down to, I think, the person rather than their sexuality that they yeah. fall into. Um, but in terms of, like you say, about being harder to date, I, I think bodies almost don't even come into I, I think dating yeah. now is just so hard um, yeah it is it is the world we live in and I think social media and with all the dating apps everyone's yeah. almost looking for the next best thing and yeah comparing lives and yeah. and and I think yeah a lot of that is people see people's versions of real life mm -hmm. on social media and maybe look at theirs thinking oh mine isn't this mine isn't that but as yeah. I always say like who because you can easily look at someone's social media and they go, oh, look, their husband or their wife, yeah. their partner, yeah. they're, they're amazing house, they're amazing life. They, they always yeah. look happy. You That's know nothing. Who in, <laughs> yeah. the middle, who in the middle of a rail picks up the phone and says, let's take a selfie or do a story. And, and if you are, then you're a fucking nutter. And then yeah, you're a nutter. So what you do see is you see people having a nice dinner or having a cocktail yeah. or on holiday, but you don't see what when when things aren't great but yeah well, i don't know if it's necessarily just the gay community although i do think it's very hard dating in the gay community yeah, um well well navid honestly i feel like we could talk to you all night or we could do a whole oh, show about this because it's a really interesting topic of conversation um, oh no but, is, it, is it past 15 minutes it's That's gone way past 15 minutes hell. we've got our next guest coming on oh, so, I'm um, so sorry guys no it's not your fault no it's a really interesting chat and yeah. i genuinely do think it's something that needs to be explored more because it's a real world problem that really happens yeah. um but um but but thank you so much for joining us no, best of luck with the rest of celebs go dating thank you. and looking Lovely forward to seeing more of you guys you too Lovely Lovely talk talk to you, Bobby. thank you take so care. much we'll take care, bye, bye. bye bye do you know what that is that's actually a really interesting conversation i don't know if we've ever had someone that's been questioning their sexuality like that before i find that really no, interesting I don't think we have. not at that age not at nick coming up 30 like, and quite an interesting approach to it to think actually just to almost get it out of the way. My first sexual experience, let's just have a threesome <laughs> and, and find out to find out which, which uh, turns me on the most. Um, I think we know which is going to turn him on the most. I'm just putting that out there. I don't think, I mean, yeah, the, one of the first things he said to you, Bobby, is that he found you very attractive. So. <laughs> Oh, it's got taste. What can we say? Well, what can we say? I'm joking. I mean, apart from that, I'm yeah. joking. 
<laughs> I'm only joking. Obviously. No, no, I, it's, it's interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. Maybe we can get back on and talk about it more sometime. Um, right. Well, uh, we have Freddie Bentley uh, up next, so let's get him on to chat. Maybe he can talk to us about coming uh, out. <laughs> hello, Fred. <laughs> can't see you. You can't see me. Wait there. Wait there. Me. Hello. Hello. How are we? Really good. good. How are you? How are you? I'm okay. It's been a tough year, but I'm okay. I'm okay. Oh, tell us. Tell us more about you. Like, obviously, <sighs> sorry to hear about your health. No, it's fine. It's fine. Um, yeah, it, I mean, it has been scary, Bob and Stephen. Honestly, it's been literally the scariest year of my life. Um, when they say life flashes in front of you, it literally did. So back in June, I um, was actually in the Dominican with my family, loving life. Lovely. And I, um, I collapsed. Um, in, so, with so much pain and I literally looked like a Simpson character because I was bright yellow so I had to fly home early landed oh, at Gatwick Airport and literally went straight to the hospital and obviously I had jaundice um, mm. but but they didn't understand why I had jaundice basically um, so the jaundice is what makes you yellow isn't it y- yeah jaundice like is liver what makes failure. you yellow liver yeah, failure yeah I didn't realise cats are that. That's a terrible thing. <laughs> I hope your cats are white, Bob. No, um, she ain't, unfortunately, bless her. God, oh, bless her. <laughs> that's, oh. a that's, a, that's another story. That's another, another story. story. Back to Gatwick. You land at Gatwick. Yeah, so you land at Gatwick, and then I go straight to um, the hospital, and they said that I had got jaundice, but I had to stay in the hospital because they couldn't figure out why a young person, I was 24 at the time, had jaundice. Normally you get jaundice if you're an alcoholic or like you say, you've got um, liver failure. And um, because I'm a gay man, they was convinced at first that I was HIV positive and that oh. I uh, either had HIV or that I um, had hepatitis, hepatitis B because, yeah. yeah, because I was in a foreign country. And obviously as a 24 year old man, gay man, there's so much stigma that comes with that as well. So yeah. I was really taken back. Thank you know, it wasn't that, that got me all clear, it come back negative. Then they thought um, I had cancer, um, which obviously it was also shocking. So I'm yeah. literally hearing bad news after bad news whilst in excruciating pain. But then I got the all clear, clear from cancer. Um, but then they come back to me. It's, I mean, it's bad with the good, really, isn't it? But then they come back to me and told me that I've got a liver disease called PSC. Now, what PSC fa- stands for is primary sclerosis colitis. Now, what that is, is we all have bile ducts coming down from our liver um, and from our bowels that filters our liver. Um, and PSC attacks your bile ducts, basically. So your liver function isn't right. So for instance, you know, if you two had normal functioning livers, your liver levels should be around 130. Mine right. were at mine were at 850. So um it was it was life-threatening. They thought at one point that um I wasn't gonna make it, which was mm-hmm. obviously horrendous, especially at the age of 24. Um, but then they told me that I had 10 years of usefulness of my liver remaining, uh, like, you know, 10 years of usefulness before yeah. I would either have to have a liver transplant, but obviously a liver transplant isn't guaranteed. So, Is it um, not? no, it's not guaranteed. It's I not guaranteed. So, yeah, so it depends how, you know. You Do you know, mean guaranteed you can... to work? 
guaranteed to work, yeah, but obviously my liver, my, to get I, a match. my body, my, to get a match. Yeah. So obviously when they've said all this, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to die. But you know, what went, went through my head was horrendous. But um, they offered me clinical trials. So that would mean I would be a guinea pig. So I refused that because I thought, I don't imagine I went for that clinical trial and, it, you know, it, I ended up worse. So I refused that. Um, what I did was knock booze on the head straight away. Obviously, I do put on social media that I missed, you know, three months sober, four months sober, and five months sober. And I think, you know, the reason why I wanted to do this interview is because um, a lot of people thought that I had an alcohol problem when it wasn't that. I, I need to stress, PSD isn't related to alcohol. However, alcohol isn't good for your liver. So when you've got a mm-hmm. weak liver like me, it's going to affect it. Mm-hmm. So I've been five months sober now, which was, which has been amazing. Um, but also, I done this therapy called RTT. Now that is a radial, ra- rapid uh, transformational therapy. So basically, as humans, um, we carry a lot of trauma throughout our life, which can mm-hmm. make you poorly in other ways. Um, so what this therapy does? Now you're going to think I'm absolutely fucking up, but it worked. Um, I think I need these, to put myself in already. <laughs> my auntie does it, babe. I'll give you a discount. I'll give you a discount. Um, what this does is um, gets to the bottom of trauma, basically, and lets, allows you to let it go. Now I had the radio. I had the therapy, thinking really nothing of it. Um, but um, you know, it did work. I was in a. I, I become out of pain. Um, there's nothing you can treat with PSD. It's literally you get a diagnosis, and you know you just have to wait to see how your life goes. Basically, Fred. Sorry, need... just quickly. Did do they yeah. know yet what causes it? It's inherited. It's inherited. Oh, so, so, so basically, my nan had a weak liver. And she's no longer with us, God bless her. So it's her. hereditary. She was inherited. Yeah, so you only ever know when something, like you collapse, basically. There's wrong. no sign yeah. when it goes wrong. Um, and obviously... See, that's scary, isn't it? Mm. It is scary because you know, you know, normally only ever get diagnosed with it late 30s. And I'm, I was 24 when I got diagnosed with it. So I'm a rare breed. So in a way, we know that already. Fred, in a way that it happened then. If there's, if they, the same ten years now, if you weren't diagnosed till your thirties, you almost would have been at a point where you needed a transplant right. almost yeah. immediately. Yeah, there and then. <laughs> um, and you know what it is, Bob and Stephen, as well. I feel like there's so much stigma around sobriety in young people. If I don't go out and go to the pub and get absolutely pissed, then I'm classed as boring where I don't need to have a drink to get my personality out. Do you know what I mean? So I felt like that was actually the biggest struggle, more the stigma. Um, what people thought, yeah. What people thought of me rather than actually getting sober. I found getting sober easy because when you're faced with life or death really in front of you, it's easy to change your life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and as well, you know, what I did what I did to keep myself focused is launch my new business. So I launched a business called um, Freddie and Co within this five months. And it's a TikTok shop that I sell high design. I'm actually in my warehouse now. Um, I just sell high design makeup um, and bags and, you know, a discounted rate. I've got a really good relationship with all the brands. So I'm able to sell them to, you know, the audience at such a, a huge discounted rate. So that's really, really kept me focused. 
um, on my health. So I was having, um, going to the Royal Free Hospital every three months. And, um, you know, there was not much change in, in my liver. So obviously the transplant was still going ahead. And um, <clears throat> basically my last appointment that I went to was the most relieving because I went there and they'd done my, my liver levels again and they had reduced significantly. So they've gone right down. Um, is that, that just because, because of giving up drinking? Just because of giving up drinking. So it just goes to show oh. how poisonous alcohol is. Yeah. Um, and if I'm honest with you guys, if I'm going to be really honest, I would never class myself as an alcoholic. I mean, who would anyway? But also, alcohol wasn't doing me any favours. The last time I spoke to you, you both interviewed me um, because obviously I got arrested regarding the um, homophobic attack. But yeah. if I wasn't drinking at that time, then I wouldn't have reacted in the way that I did. I would have handled it much better. So it wasn't doing me any favours anyway. Yeah. So being, di being diagnosed with PSC, in a way, has been a massive blessing in disguise. It's been a wake-up call first and foremost, but I've really pulled my finger out. Like I said, I've, I'm running a successful business at the age of 25 now, which I never thought, I mean, I could barely wipe my own ass, let alone run a business. So <laughs> how I'm doing that is phenomenal. And I'm really, really proud of myself. And you know, like I said, it's a blessing in disguise. So they've, they've actually, my liver levels has reduced significantly, but also they've, t they've taken me off the liver transplant list as well now. So wow. they are. Oh, that's they amazing. Ruled, yeah, it's amazing. They haven't ruled it out. Like they're not, you know, you know, they 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 said in forty years' time you might have to have it. But if, if I continue to live my life the way I am, it's looking all positive. So I've gone from the beginning of the year thinking I'm going to die and live in my last moments to actually I've been given a new lease of life. It's phenomenal. Mm. It's quite interesting when people do give up alcohol how um people i know that have done it how quickly their lives change i think yeah. I've, i think most gay men have probably always had a fairly complicated relationship with alcohol anyway yeah i think so it's, that's definitely something that exists in the in the gay community has definitely. it you, you mentioned the sort of judgment of your friends have you lost any friends in the process or have people in the end been quite understanding do you know what i've got my circle small anyway but you know what I've got the most support, supportive friends and family they all knew you know I wouldn't ever be public about this really normally unless it was raised awareness and that's what I want to do more than anything not even really about PSC more about sobriety in the younger generation mm. um, but they've been really supportive because they knew that alcohol wasn't good for me anyway yeah. so actually I think a part of them are relieved that this has happened. I know that sounds really twisted to say, but if I didn't have that wake-up call, Stephen, I don't know what path I would have gone down. Um, because, you know, this industry, I was at a point that, you know, I'd done all my TV. I was content and happy with what TV I'd been on. And, you know, it, was, it didn't care if I went back on TV. You know, I was at that point in my life. But I felt lost and I felt mm -hmm. vulnerable. So I did turn to alcohol. Um, you know, because, you know, you go to these events, they hand you a Prosecco as soon as you walk in the door. Mm -hmm. And it's only realised, uh, only really as I got older that I, I realised I had a problem when I was younger about uh, being gay. And, you know, I suppressed that with alcohol and God knows what else. Um, mm -hmm. and it was only really as I was an adult that 
I've actually been comfortable in enough to be able to get sober, to be happy with who I am as a person. In but, terms um, of the PCS, on, babe, yeah. and like you say, I guess, unless you're tested something which wouldn't happen until you kind of get to your stage where you clearly know something's a problem, yeah. what do they say for, or have they said from a medical point of view how is this is this something that someone can be aware about before it gets to that point or is there really no indicator there's no there's, signals or signs so obviously the first sign is jaundice so it only really ever is the only first sign is when it's really too late if i'm honest with you um mm. in the aspect of that your liver is failing and it, it's screaming out for help itchy skin's a sign yellow uh, jaundice is a sign it's really weird because i've never alcohol has ever agreed with my body in the fact that i would i'd always be sick on a night out anyway i thought nothing of it but mm. that's a sign because my liver couldn't handle it so it would it would reject it so if you're someone that is violently sick after alcohol, that's a very early, early sign that it's PSD. But the weird thing is, is that you can't be tested for PSD. It's the way you get diagnosed is to rule out everything else first. Right. So it's almost for a process of elimination that they can come to, that, of, which yeah. is kind of scary. Because I, I only ask that because if there was someone that was watching and listening to this and they think, oh, that resonates with me. But like I say, if there's no real symptoms until it gets to that point, it's scary to think that someone can be living with something that's kind of going to get to the point it has to get so bad, so bad before yeah, they'll well. even know. Isn't that kind of yeah. just the... The scariest thing. I mean, I'm I think so that glad is the scariest thing. For you, that that look, you've been able to turn. Do you know what I mean? That things turn have turned corner. out good, and you've yeah, turned completely. it around because how? But do you know what? Speaking to the doctor, Bob, it's actually quite shocking how many people don't listen to the doctor, and people think that the doctor threatens you with this for for shit for shits and giggles, basically. Yeah. There's so many people that get so six in a hundred thousand people get diagnosed with PSD. So really it's very, very rare. Oh so rare. I mean I'm literally I've been picked out. I feel so like is I've, that why that's why there's <laughs> no got chosen. for it yet. I guess that's why you can only find out through elimination because if there's only six out of that many people, yeah. they there wouldn't be the science into even testing for that yet. Right, and it's not really common in England. It's more common in the USA, um, oh. a lot more common in the USA. Don't know why. Maybe That's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, because like things like I'm never allowed to eat a burger again in my life because fatty meats will trigger the PSD. Fatty meats, raw fish, alcohol will all trigger the PSD. I, I so, had um, a, 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 someone I know who had liver failure. The list of things that they couldn't eat was actually really, really fascinating. And it was things like pineapple and things like that. Yeah. There was like a hot, salt. You basically not allowed can't oranges. Not yeah, allowed oranges. Citrus fruits are really bad for your liver, but no one ever, because really it's in bad. such low doses for most people that it's fine. You, you know, your body can deal with it. But if you have a damaged liver, then it's slightly different. So I guess it, it's a complete transformation to the way you've approached, you approach your life now. Absolutely. Yeah. It really is. And you know what? Like I said, it's a massive blessing. I wouldn't have my business, Freddie & Co, without it. 
Mm. And, you know, it has really gave me the kick up the arse I needed. You know, so many people feel sad for me. I don't want this sympathy. It's not, it's not what I'm trying to gain from this. I want to raise awareness about sobriety in the younger generation that you don't have to, you know, abuse alcohol or go out and drink all the time to have a laugh. Yeah. Like, you know, your personality is within you regardless. So that's why I'm here, lads. Oh, well, thank um, you for sharing that. Yeah, today. I'm really impressed. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's an incredible journey you've been on. And it's <laughs> an amazing I'm... thing, like you're saying, I guess the reason so few of us have heard of that is because it's such a rare thing. Like when I was reading that the briefing earlier, I, I'd never heard of that condition, but I guess unless you, you suffer from it or you know someone very close to you, it's one yeah. of them things that we're oblivious to. Mm. So, Wow. Do you know but what? Yeah. Do you know? Do you know what I think? The one thing is bad, though, boys. Obviously, being gay, you both know, is a stigma with being gay. You know, what makes you think I'm gay, gay Fred? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know, Bob. Sorry for assuming. Sorry you for just assuming. doubted me. <laughs> 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 Go on. You're, yeah, exactly. But no, the thing is, the stigma of that the doctor assumed and jumped to hepatitis B and HIV straight away, which actually is more common in straight women than it is anyone else now as mm. well. But right. I think the scary thing is as well is, um, you know, with intercourse, I have got to be really careful because I'm not allowed to take things like PrEP um, because it's really bad for my liver. And obviously, um, God forbid, if anything obviously did happen, um, my liver just wouldn't cope with it. My liver just wouldn't cope with it. So I'm just extra careful now. I'm celibate. I've been celibate for the last five months. Me too, babe, but that's not because I've got a condition. So Yeah, see, this is what I mean. Mine's <laughs> pushed me over here. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I'm basically the honestly, Virgin Mary. Uh, thank, well, it's Christmas time, so that's perfect. Um, it's it's really nice to have you on and to, for you to raise awareness of, of it. And, and best of luck, I hope to have you on again. And like... Christmas time and sobriety can be really tough, so I've heard. <laughs> um, so, you know, like, best of luck, because, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a brave thing you're doing. Thanks so much, boys. I appreciate it and all your support. And let's hopefully raise some awareness around it. Absolutely. Thanks, oh, Freddie. Thank really great. appreciate Take it. Care. Have a lovely Christmas, babe. And you too. Love you both. Thank bye. you. You bye. too. Bye. Bye. We've just been discussing big gay issues tonight. I was not expecting it to be like this. <laughs> do you know what I feel? I feel like we've just cut, stumbled upon a new show where we can do, like, gay politics. The gay show. It's the gay show. We're on to something here. We I could, think we, we are, we could, we could have another show. <laughs> gay politics. I mean, um, the, the conversations and the topics... Yeah, there's it's a lot to discuss, and that's really genuinely interesting with Freddie. I do find the sobriety and the gay community stuff really interesting. As someone that oh, has had difficulties with it myself and in my family, and yeah, interesting. I find it really fascinating. Yeah, um, what what a show? What a show! Um, well, yeah. Uh, yeah, what have you got coming up, Bob, this week? Anything exciting? Well, I'm going to have a, a lay down after that. <laughs> An intense therapy yeah, I, session. I, I, um, I have got, yeah, quite a busy week. Got um, a little bit of work, which I can't go into details. Just a little bit of brand stuff. Um, and then what have I got? I'm going, going to see Nanny Norris, which I'm excited oh, to see. Um, so, yeah, I think that's, Sounds great. that's about it. How about you, babes? Well, I've got my uh, my... 
uh, Black, the launch of Modern Black Tie, my friend's book uh, this evening um, in, in Savile Row, which I'm really looking forward to. Um, uh, I've got a friend down from Scotland this week who I'm seeing tomorrow night, which would be awesome. And uh, this weekend, I, have, I am going around my friend's house for our big, like, friend's Christmas party. So um, quite a lot of... It's... I've got that the next week. I love them ones. Yeah, so staying into it rather than going out. Oh, yeah, we're not going out. My friend... I love this staying in one so much more. My, friends and his, my friend and his husband are, like, uh, hosts extraordinaire. They have the most gorgeous house not far from me. Big house, nice... Well, big terrace house, you know, for London. Nice big garden. And they, um, they just, they're just excellent hosts, so... Um, oh, amazing. So I'm quite looking forward to that on Saturday. Um, so, yeah, all good. It's exciting times. Christmas is here and I'm actually feeling quite festive. Oh, fab. Well, <laughs> have a lovely time. Thank I you. I will hearing do. all about it next week's show. We'll have a little debrief on Abby and Megs. And, yeah, uh, guys, tune in for that because uh, we're, we're going to be giving our opinions <laughs> on it. shit to say. <laughs> and, yeah, shit's going down, spilling the tea, guys. But thank you very much, as always. And... Um, See you all next week. Goodbye, everyone. Bye.